tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Hey, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to <laughs> rock. There we Is that go. Good? There we go. Joining me, I think he's in Colorado, but we don't know. Xavier Guerrero. Damn, perfect guess. I'm in Colorado. Look at you uh, sitting there with some weird family photo that doesn't yeah, look like not, your family. They're not my that looks family. like every conspiracy of uh, a Barack Obama's family from back in the day. Yeah, that, that does like look everything. like that photo. You're oh, so dude. Red. It really <laughs> does. Right? Damn. And on the ones or two, Johnny Woodard, how are you guys? Uh, Xavier, Good. where can they find your podcast? Uh, I got uh, George Press Stories. It's a little little different than this. We just talk strippers and Mexican and Coke stories, but it's a fun show. George Press Stories on any podcast, YouTube. You know where to find me. Okay. And then Johnny, Broken Simulation, how are the numbers? Yeah, they're great, dude. A uh, lot more people listening this time and watching, which is interesting. Uh, I think it depends on whether – when YouTube demonetizes it initially, a lot more people end up listening to it because I think they can't find it on YouTube. Dude, um, put my no, name yeah, on you, anything. Nobody uh, – you the, the tech giants will bury it. That's just how it goes. Yeah. YouTube.com hey, slash Sam Tripoli Comedy. Uh, the link's in the description. The Instagram, our Temple Instagram, got fucking shadow banned. Hard. And there's a Hard. fake Instagram of us out there, oh. which is a compliment, but I know it's out there. I got to put that out. Don't follow that one. Yeah, we're getting shadow banned, and it is, is what it is. Guys, if you want to see me live, I will be uh, October 23rd. Well, real quick, uh, the Big Comedy Store docuseries, it's so big, my mom – Saw them talking about it on like Good Morning America or something. Wow. So she's super excited. So the Comedy Store docuseries on Showtime begins this Sunday. That's October 4th, 4th on Showtime. Check it out. It's a five-part series. I'm in three of them. I do not know what episodes I'm on, so you're going to have to watch them all if you care. It's on Showtime. I'm really excited. I'm honored to be a part of it. I will be in the Cleveland area October 23rd. I will be at Hilarities at the Friday 930 show. One show, get in, get out. So come and hang out. If you're my friend, if you're uh, Swarm, come hang out. Good morning, Swarm. Come and see me. I would love to see you guys too as well. And uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. Did we already talk about that tomorrow night? We're at the Comedy Store. It's Saturday, October 3rd. Uh, We will be doing a live stream on just go to youtube.com slash Sam Tripoli. You can watch a stream live. T-shirts are on fire. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. And we got so many different shirts. Uh, We got a couple new ones about to pop up too. Uh, But if you love the Raging on behalf of, that T-shirt seems to be pretty damn popular. So check it out. And uh, we got some mugs for you. Look at these mugs. Bam. Uh, Bam. Logo there. And then we got wake the fuck up on there. That is available at tinfoil hat swag. 
Com. Uh, pretty soon they will all be under one um, one uh, one banner. I'm, I'm taking uh, uh, submissions right now for the website. I promise you we will get that going. Uh, if you guys are looking for Patreons, you can't get enough of this, or you just want to support the show, we have a couple Patreons going. Go to patreon.com slash hat. I do daily doses on there with some great guests and some Q&A. Answer it. Uh, ask me anything. I do a couple of those a week. I do a, a debate show with a, a lizard person named Brian Callen. If you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash conspiracy social club, that's a great way to support my me and the show as well. And we have a patreon.com slash broken simulation. If you want to check that out, is there anything for George Perez stories? No, no Patreon yet, but just support the show. Subscribe. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, and that, oh, and uh, I'm really getting into spirituality, man. So Tinfoil Hat helps you uh, figure out what's going on. And my new podcast, Zero, available on rockfin.com, helps you to uh, deal with it. And it's all about going deep inside your soul and finding and knowing that you are the only one that can save you. Nobody else has come to save you. You got to save yourself, Dad. You got to save yourself, Mama. Go save yourself, and that is uh, Zero on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. So we got a great show for you. It's about uh, animal communications, uh, animal communicating. It's with a woman named Catherine O'Shea and Lindsay Sharman. So check it out. Enjoy the show. I love you guys very much. Uh, I can't tell you how much I love you, Swarm. Without you, we'd just be talking to ourselves. Enjoy the show get into it uh super excited you know the i just enjoy uh doing different you know subjects on the show if we just sit there and it's everything's deep state and you know and all this and the world's doom and gloom it could just it could really just wear on your soul so i like to mix it up and you know like for me it's like i like to go I, don't, I want to say this so it doesn't come off as disrespectful. I like to go as bizarre as possible. And I mean <laughs> yeah. that in the most loving way possible. The, the, I know these sound like negative terms, but they're not. Like the weirder, the more bizarre, uh, that's what I love. So, And I think this falls under it. And I mean that with all 100% love and respect. Uh, I'm super excited that, uh, to do this episode. Uh, joining us... is uh, she was, She's been on a show a couple times now. We've uh, done some... Um, weird uh, readings <laughs> of the earth and now she's back again she's from the rogue way podcast super rogue way podcast super excited to have her guy please welcome up Lindsay sherman everybody how are you what's up sam it's nice to be back thanks for having always me. a pleasure look at it you're all dolled up you're looking i know you always look good but now you get you look even better Thank i am super excited <laughs> to have you back and uh I'm excited to have this next guest on. She is, I think this is wonderful, and I'm so excited to talk about it. She is an animal communicator. Yes. Please welcome Catherine O'Shea. How are you, Catherine? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's get weird. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed that. I, I was trying to think about how to <laughs> phrase it, but let's. Uh, it just is what it is, but yeah. I love it, dude. I like. The, I think these are the ones that kind of just let you, okay, the world isn't doom and gloom and we can't, you know, we don't have an alien apocalypse coming and it's just like, maybe we can just have a little fun and discussing because not everything in this realm is all, I actually think it's more positive and negative, but it seems like people get drawn like moth to a light to the negative stuff. And I'd rather um, focus on the positive stuff. So before we get into that, Lindsay, one more time, can you tell us about your podcast and where they can find you? 
Yes, Rogue Ways uh, is the podcast, and you can go to rogueways.org. Um, it's not Rogue Wave, even though Rogue Waves are awesome. It's Rogue Ways. Did I say waves? I'm, I, I'm sa- no, no, I'm no, you didn't. I just say that because people hear it and they're like, oh, yeah, I know what Rogue Waves are. And then okay. they go for Rogue Waves and then they can't find it. I'm like, well, it's Rogue Ways. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I hope path. the swarm uh, found you last time because yes. the last show was a lot of fun and Did, it, it, people the, enjoyed it. The swarm is so awesome. Like your your crowd, your people who listen to the show are so amazingly just I don't know. I love them so much. So many of them have connected and I love it. And now they're gonna love Catherine and I'm so excited about that. Now Catherine, Catherine do you amazing. have a podcast or are you uh are you just you know, running and gunning? What do you well, do you have a place I, where people can find you? I do have a place where people can find me. They can find me on my website, soullights uh org. And um, I do a lot of live stuff and I'm a guest on podcasts. I don't have my own yet, um, but I'm like, I do so many sessions for people. Uh, I'm super excited about this. So you are an animal communicator. Is that the, is that the professional term? Uh, Is it, what are you better known as, or are we going to go animal communicator? Cause I'm cool for any of it. Well, I mean, you know, I think everybody connects to it differently. I think pet psychic is what a lot of people connect to. I don't necessarily cons- consider myself a, p- a pet psychic. I'm not even really sure I know what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah, I'm a, a animal communication specialist. Like that's what I com- specialize in. So I do a lot of channeling and a lot of communicating. And animals is uh, is my ability to communicate with animals is much higher than anything else. That's what I roll with. Now, do you, can you communicate with other so, things oh. as well? What's can that? you communicate with other things as well? Other than just, or is animals, or do you, can, can you communicate with everything, but animals are just your, your, your more um, powerful sense. Yeah, I can communicate with other things. Uh, definitely. So I channel a lot and, um, what do you mean, Sam? Do you mean like people, Sam, or, or yeah, plants like and stuff? People, maybe plants. Maybe I think I got crap for it before, but like, do do does like a desk have feelings, you know, and stuff like that? Like, I, I think everything is energy, so why wouldn't it have it to a certain point, right? I mean, everything is energy, right? Well, that's just it. So that's how I'm communicating. I'm communicating through frequency, through vibration, through message, through information. You can call it soul. You can call it spirit. Science is going to call it information, right? Um, so, yeah, I connect to uh, on that level, the level of information, the level of soul, the level of spirit, the level of frequency and vibration, and that's what I communicate through. So, yeah, I believe your desk has a frequency and a vibration and a message and a service to offer and all of those things. Um, I mostly like stick to connecting to light filled things, uh, because that's, I think how I can keep my channels pure and clean and receive like the highest information and, and everything like that. Now, but, yeah. now you say you connect to light <laughs> Would that infer that there are animals with dark, dark energy. Well, this is how I feel about it. I feel like everything has light and dark. Everybody has a passenger, a dark passenger and that. I don't think that's negative frequency. I just think that's just you have a light, you have a dark, and your dark is more of your id principle, more of like, you you know, all the things that maybe you don't want to talk about out loud, but it's just a, a part of the fabric of you. And like over time, these these entities that 
have tried to take over our, our realm have demonized so they can control us. Mm-hmm. But Right, so I'm not trying to like channel okay. a demon. But do animals have that? Is there like I mean we've seen like pet cemetery where the cat comes back and it like kills everybody like like is uh, is that possible or is that out there are there are there like demonic animals Um I think there are it's possible that there's animals that work for that side Whoa. like the side of things but in the animals on earth are mostly showing up to help us and to connect us to source love, which is why they're kind of a break communicating and connecting to them is kind of a break from like all this other stuff that's going on in the world, which is why, right. We're so happy when our little dog or cat or whatever lies on our lap or comes to comfort us. We're like, this is my safe place. Thank God. Because they just are in the moment They're so connected to unconditional love. They're not really worried about anything else. They have zero attachment Mm -hmm. and they just want to be and make you happy. And sometimes they even do it like in a way that's really frustrating to us, (laughs) like tear up your couch or like whatever. Cats can be assholes once in a while, right? Cats can be real assholes. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes it's to like get us to like step it up and become better leaders and learn our lessons and like connect back to like whatever we need to like get over or get through or connect to or whatever we need to step into, right? I this is what I found through communicating with them. I'm like, it actually goes pretty deep. That is a great (laughs) uh point because you know I have a new puppy, Roger Vader. He looks Roger like Vader. Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, when he when he grabs stuff and he's throwing it all around, I, what he's saying is, hey, man, show me some attention. I need some attention, you know. And I, he's not doing it because he's angry. He's doing it because nobody has – because, you know, for some reason we decided to have twins and get a puppy. I don't know why that's a good mm-hmm. idea, but we did it. <laughs> and sometimes the, the, the puppy needs some attention and the baby's just – we got to take care of the babies at that moment. And uh, so I know when we're not showing him enough attention, he's just going nuts on stuff. So I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Where, where did this begin? Where did you start to realize you had that? I believe in where did it- energies like you, that psychics. I really do believe that. I'm not saying I'm psychic, but I just believe that everything is energy and everybody puts out energy and, and they put out their intentions. And I, I just have ability to sense stuff because I'll, I'll predict stuff to maybe Johnny or XG way early. And then later on it comes out to be true and it just pops into my head. Um, but where did you start to realize you had this ability? I know. When, when did I get weird? Yeah. When did you get, <laughs> dude, I'm all about weird, by the birth, way. You are, baby, you are welcome to the land <laughs> of misfit toys. Welcome. Welcome. Um, well, when I was young, so I didn't really actually realize it till I was older what was actually happening when I was young. Because when you're a child, you know, you're just in your experience. Like, that's just how the world is. It just, I could hear them. I could hear animals talking to me. Um, I could see them. I could see animal spirits. Um, and I just had an intuition, like a lot of people who are connected to animals, right? I just had this like kind of knowing of like what they needed or I wasn't like, ah, animal, 
else. I was more just like, hey, I see you. What's up? You know, and we'd have this whole little conversation. And um, yeah, I would always take care of animals and be with animals. And it was just like, just kind of my own world I was in. And then when I got older and I had my own health journey where I had some physical, I got diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And oh my God. yeah, when I was in my twenties, uh, just a little minute ago. And, uh, <laughs> and I got to get real with myself, right? Like everybody's called to their place in the world, whatever you want to call it, their truth, their abilities in some way. And definitely through sickness was like, the way that I did it. So I was like, there's got to be more out here than like cutting me open and giving me therapy and doing all these things, which I also did. And so I went on a journey to heal myself. I found so many things. A lot of things helped me. Some things were like, ah, take it or leave it. And then I found this meditation and this like way of just being in the frequency and vibration and healing myself. And this idea that like we could all do this and that it's all like right there. And so I started connecting to that and I became a practitioner and then my channel started to open again and I started to hear things and see things and receive messages and know things that was not coming from my brain. Right. Just get that sense. Like you're talking about. Yes. Like, yes. No. And I don't know if it's psychic. I don't really know what that means, but I'm happy to like be a part of that too. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. Right. Who, who was the first person you told or had or, Oh, like did, for real quick, like because I want to piggyback on that. Yeah. G, what was the first time you yeah, realized this, and then who was the first time you told? Who's the per- first person you told, and what was their reaction to that? So it's a two-part question from two. Okay. Different- <laughs> well, I think I first remembered having that experience as a child. Which makes sense because would they say like when up until the age of seven, our brains are in like a certain wave state, right? And then around seven or so, like it starts to shift. And so it makes sense that you kind of like access something we probably all did. And then we like got trained out of us or something. And then it came back because you worked on it. Yeah. And a lot of spiritual, you know, teachings like channeling and stuff, they say your channels are open until you're like about that age, mostly. What do they say happens? It's like the... What, 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 yeah, at seven, is it just a, a biological thing? Is it a, the food that we eat changes, changing like calcifies our pineal gland? Is it stuff I like think it's that? Everything. Yeah, I think it's all yeah. of the above. And I think it's also the, uh, the mind activation. I think it's also the mindsets, the beliefs of the world, the way that we have to participate in the world, the yeah. way that uh, responsibilities get start putting on us, the earthly 3D stuff that just like pulls you out of that world. And I think also the pineal gland stuff. And I think we just start to shut ourselves off. And, you know, like I played with dolls and stuff and I didn't do that when I was like 12. Maybe I did it when I was 10, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause you're just your imagination, the way that you tell your mom, you love her when a nine-year-old boy versus a seven-year-old boy, it's going to be very different experience, you know? So I don't know. I think it's a combination. I think it's a conditioning. I don't want to get off um, track, but you brought up, you brought up the, um, (laughs) the dolls. Now, ladies, I as I have eight month old kids and uh, I'm always like, am I pushing something even at that age? I mean, it's very innocent at this age. It's just make sure they don't hurt themselves or swallow (laughs) anything that could cause harm. But like, 
Do you guys think you liked playing with dolls or do you think someone gave you a doll and you just played with it? Like, which one do you think it is? I know I desperately wanted American Girls dolls, like, so bad. And they were so expensive. And I really just wanted them so I could dress them and, like, pretend I was them. And so I don't know if it was much that I cared about dolls or that I, like, wanted to pretend to have a life that I didn't have. And I was going to do it through them. Very interesting. Yeah, same for me, actually, Sam. Same for me. You love playing with dolls back then, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Johnny, this is a chamber of truth. Please be the most Johnny you could be. (laughs) The chamber of truth. It was was Barbie for me, yeah, same thing. It's just an interesting thing, man. It's like how much is nurture, how much is nature. That's that. Yeah. I guess will always be the discussion. See, we Johnny, well, in the Mexican health, community, yeah. Johnny, that would not have been accepted. You and a Barbie. No, my my dad would have. A lot of machismo, that, yeah. dude. A lot Actually, of machismo. I used to pop the heads off of my my sister. <laughs> oh, Barbie. so you were a serial killer, a serial Barbie doll killer. Yeah. Well, it's all, how much is nature? How much is nurture? And how much is marketing and advertising? You know. Yeah. I mean, it's that's oh really, wow that's true i mean probably you wouldn't have known about those dolls right unless you were just being your brain was being pulverized by this yeah no i was getting awesome. like magazines for american girls or whatever it was but i can say that my brother my sister and i all played with all toys that we had and it wasn't gender like i played with gi joes of transformers and my brother would sometimes play with our whatever we had i don't even remember and it, so it wasn't like gendered for us but my nephews right now both of them, even though their parents are all like, be whatever you want, do whatever you want. They love trucks. They love loud things. They love mm-hmm. dogs. They love mud. And it's like super gender. Just that's just what they want to do. Just like and they don't watch TV or anything, you know, like, so it's like seems natural yeah. to me. I mean, it's all YouTube and all that stuff. It's just very interesting. So going back, because I have early memories of like outer body experiences. I, I there was this thing that I remember as a kid. And I talk about it all the time on here, so I'm sure people are tired of hearing about it. But it was like we used to have this hat, and we would put a truck uh-huh. under the hat, and then we'd lift the hat up, and the truck was gone. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. But it, it, And I remember it like very vividly. Wow. Uh, but it was just like in my hometown that, you know, all crazy little kid. Uh, <laughs> little did they know that kid would grow up to be 47. Hey, Sam, off, who, who, so. I, I don't think I've ever asked this. Who owned that hat? Was it was it your hat? Do you remember whose hat it was? It was my, I think it was my dad's hat, but or it was a hat given to my mom by my grandpa. It's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I remember it as sure as, as anything. I remember thinking, this is pretty amazing. But then at that age, you just move on, you know? Yeah, it's and awesome until you put your homework in there. And then you're like, how do I explain yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> the hat ate my homework. <laughs> um, so when you go back, what was the first memory you, you remember? The first memory I remember? The I remember of in terms of oh. this psychic ability. I like, Sorry we're about way that. Back. I <laughs> <laughs> Um... I, man, I wish, I wish I could give you this like super clear cut answer. First of all, I never really thought it was like something I was embarrassed to talk about or that I was weird or that whatever, because it was just my experience. And then when I realized that it was something kind of different, I was like 20 something, actually more in my thirties. So, um, okay. I do remember one of the most, I'll share one of the most profound experiences where I was like, whoa, this is like this is some stuff, you know, like this is actually really happening. Um, I lived in Hawaii at the time and um, 
I was riding my bike. I'd like lost my wallet or whatever. I was retracing my steps. I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, whatever. I'm going to go down the street. I've never been down before in my whole life. And I rode my bike down the street and I saw this car in the center of the road. And this woman was like, it's like 1030 at night. This woman is like flashing me down and there's this dog like in the middle of the road. And I was like, oh, geez, what's going on here? So I rolled up and this lady comes running after me and she's like, this dog's in the road and I can't get it and it won't come to me. And I've been chasing it around. La, la, la. She's just kind of hysterical. And I was like, all right. I just put my hand down. The dog walked right over <laughs> to me. <laughs> and um, I, was, I had a moment where I was like, do I pick this? Do I try to pick this dog up? Do I get bit? Do I care? I don't know. So I just decided, all right, I'll pick, I'll pick this dog up. Totally let me pick it up. It was blind. Wow. I could tell right away, like, oh. all right, this dog does not know what's going on. And I was talking to it like a human and wasn't really responding to me. So I just connected and started communicating with it through frequency and vibration on the soul level. It, this dog told me exactly what house it lived in. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes. yes. I know. I was going like, is this seriously, am I going to get murdered in this house? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like drawing you in. <laughs> what is going to happen? And so I was like, all right. So in Hawaii, I don't know if y'all been there before, but it's like, there's not a lot of front door action happening. You like go through a carport and there's like, you know, a kitchen outside and all this stuff. Then you get to the door and it was dark and it was like 1030 and I did not know anything about anybody in this neighborhood. And so I knocked on the door. He told me it, it was down the street a little bit. He told me exactly what the house looked like. And then <laughs> when I asked that house, it was like, yeah, that's the house. Can you take me there? And I was like, okay. So the lady in the car is then going like, how do you know what house it lives in? And I'm like, oh, it just told me, you know. She's, like, <laughs> she's just like, first of all, this dog just ran over to me when she's been chasing it, right? And so she's like, okay, well, we'll wait for you to make sure you're okay. We'll watch your bike. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know you either. So sounds good. And so I walked up, I was knocking on the door and I could hear someone was in there. And then I kind of saw someone through the window on the side peek and be like, who is knocking on my door? And I was like, I think I have your dog. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, what? And they came to the door and cracked it open about this wide and just kind of like took the dog and they're like, oh my gosh, where did you find it? And I was like, it was down there in the middle of the street. And he was like, how did you know that? to bring how'd you know this was my dog and i was like interesting (laughs) she goes he's blind she's blind i was like yeah and deaf it's amazing that you got her back i'm so (laughs) (laughs) so that's when i was like okay that legitimately just happened confirmation yeah and how old were you at this point how old were you i was in my 30s when, when this happened? Yeah. All right, real quick, I want to tell you about our good friends at Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. That's right. Whiskey just got a whole lot better. Now they've got a peanut butter whiskey. And let me tell you, nothing's more American than Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Okay, man came here looking for a dream, came from his foreign country, and guess what? Him and his wife built an empire, and that empire is Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Now, here's the beautiful thing about Peanut Butter Whiskey. Dude, it's great by itself, neat. It's on the rocks as a shot, you name it. But any of your favorite drink, 
put a little screwball whiskey in it and enjoy America. Okay. That's how great it is, man. It, it, it is one of the, it is the premier peanut butter whiskey out there, right? And this is what we're going to do for you guys real quick. Screwball whiskey, the original most awarded peanut butter whiskey is now available anywhere near you. Okay. 70 proof. Enjoy neat on the rocks or in your favorite cocktail. Pick up screwball whiskey at your local store or get delivered. Okay. Are you ready to get screwballed? Okay. Are you ready to get screwed? Just go to screwballwhiskey.com for more information and click and buy now. Check it out, Swarm. I'm already getting some feedback from the Swarm, and they love it. And we appreciate you letting us know about it. Tag me on your social media, and I will retweet it, okay? So please drink responsible. Advertised by Screwball Spirit LLC San Diego. Whiskey with natural flavors, 30% alcohol by volume. Check out Screwball Whiskey. Just go to screwballwhiskey.com, all right? And enjoy the rest of the show. Interesting. So when you say you communicate with animals, what does that mean? What that, what that means for me. So there's a lot of animal communicators and I feel like people communicate in different ways for me. Um, there's a couple different ways. So I, I just know it's coming from them. I don't know how to explain it, but um, when I intentionally communicate, like if I'm doing something for someone who wants to ask their animal specific things, sometimes I just hear them when they run up to me, like if you're at a park or something like that, I can just like, it's like they're speaking to me, not quite the same as you're speaking to me, but like, you know how you get an image or you imagine something or you get a premonition. It's like a voice of that. So I can hear them. um, But I, I just connect. I say, dear, the soul of this animal, I love you, honor and appreciate you. Please tell me your message. So they either show me images and sometimes they do all of these. They show me images. They give me like a knowing of stuff I wouldn't know. And I guess that's the psychic part. I don't know. But for me, I feel like it's through my channels. And then they also use like a direct communication where they actually borrow my mouth and speak out words. What? Oh, so when they speak, it's, is it in your voice? Do they have yeah. different voices? Is it like? That was exactly the question I was going to ask. <laughs> that's great. I twitch and then I go. (laughs) 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 It's I. It sounds like me. Yeah. I mean, I half the time I'm trying to get out of the way of it. I check out. You know, I don't want my brain to be like navigating this conversation because it's not what it's about. I I don't know. Lindsay, does it sound like me? It it pretty much sounds like me. It sounds like you, but you have like a slightly different quality to your uh, voice that you don't have any other time. Hold on. How how do you know this, Lindsay? What are you doing? Because Catherine, so Catherine and I uh, met not that long ago. We have my boyfriend is her childhood friend and he hooked us up and she came on Rogue Ways and just started doing these readings for people in the audience like live. And I was crying and it was was pretty intense. you You guys did a live show? Yeah. Yeah, really? so that's pretty awesome. People in the could like say what their pet is and what kind of that the name of the pet and the type of animal and Catherine would connect and start. And that's how I was like, well, I'm a believer now because I'm a skeptic. You guys may know, like, I don't really believe in things until they're like proven to me. And so, you know, I didn't want to go into it being like, yeah, right. But at the same time, I was like, I mean, we'll see what this is all about. But then like, I think you did my chickens first, actually. Well, so the- and like. The things Hold that on. my chickens are very yeah. weird and they're not normal chickens. And so the thing she was telling me, I was How like, do you know what a normal would... chicken is? <laughs> well, for example, they were showing her their blanket and I'm like, what other chicken has a blanket? 
Like, honestly, (laughs) chickens don't have blankets, but my chickens do have a blanket. And how would she know that? There's no way she would know that. And there was something else, too, that I was like, nobody would ever. Oh, because they were asking to come back inside in the kitchen. And I'm like, nobody would let their chickens in the kitchen. But we used to hang out with them in our kitchen. (laughs) Oh, and the bathtub. They were showing me the bathtub. Yeah. They showed me all kinds of things. Nobody would know. Does the animal have to be alive? Can you do a passed away pet? Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, god! Shit. I do this live. I do this live three hours a week on my Facebook too, and I'm going to start doing more. You know, you should. Pull, well, I mean, like that's a different conversation, but you should right. pull those and put those out as episodes, man. Yeah. People, I mean, podcasts are like big deals, man. I mean, it's a yeah, it's amazing. People. It's just not like this. Like everyone's typing in their stuff. Yeah, I, I have, uh, Catherine. Can I may I ask? Um, when. Is there a different quality? Like, sorry. It, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, Johnny, I, I we can't see you. My, what are my, you doing? I'll get it back on just a second. Um, my, is there a different quality uh, to the communication of different animals? Like when when you're yeah. – or is it all seem like it's coming from the same source? Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or is like a chicken kind of like communicating with a more limited bandwidth, limited intelligence than like a, say a dog or, or something dog, like that? Yeah. Um, no, it's on the soul level, so – Okay. It's all like, um, let's see, it's a complicated question. So yes, they are different, but it's actually different soul to soul, not species to species. Okay. So like, you know, if you believe in whatever you believe in, but say it's past lives or frequency and vibration or whatever, right? So you have skills and experiences and, you know, animals have that too. They've been on their journey. They've experienced different things. They have different knowledge. They have different connections to people. Like Lindsay's going to connect to her chicken different than um, Sam would, you know, probably because it's her chicken. There's a reason it's her chicken, you know? (laughs) So um, they have personalities and lots of times they do bring their 3D personality into the reading and the flow because that's how people are going to connect to them. Can you do, um, can you do like fish? And insects does that does that not have to be smart at all? Like, I won't. Like, yeah, like is there any yeah, animals like a, that yeah. you can't do? You're like, yeah. oh, this is a cockroach. Insects aren't smart. <laughs> no, well, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> really taking a beating. <laughs> My wording is off. Um, but no. it's uh, yes, I can. In insects. Wow. Yeah, if you if you wanted to. Wow. It really makes you think. You're like, man, well, think I don't know how connected to Earth they are and what they probably know about. Yeah, this and, is uh, what makes me nervous. Like, my dog yeah. knows all my secrets. Like, she's going to start talking and you just be like, dude, okay, enough. And then he yeah. watches this porn and that porn. And, and it's just like really weird. I'm like, shut up. He's no, got a special time, tie. Most of the time, they're not. They want it. They're not going to out you most of the time. <laughs> they're like, they're serving you. So they, they just want you to connect to their love and they might have something to share with you. You know, like when a pet's about to pass away, that's like most of my clientele actually is because you want to know like how you can help them and you want to share and hear from them if they're comfortable Aww. or if they have last words for you. And then also, um, you know, if a pet has any behavioral issues or if you have children, like, you know, when 
you have your pet and it's your child and then you have babies and then all this other stuff starts to happen. Like they start to act up for your attention. And also I just wanted to mention on that. I got a very clear message when you were talking about that, Sam, that it's also, you need to check out and play. Like it's not just because he needs attention. It's because like you need to like get real with it. I need to. Yes. And I need (laughs) to lighten up and not be going all the time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I know this is, I this is off course, but XG, when you dream, do you dream in English or Spanish? That's a great question. (laughs) I I don't, I've never even been asked that. I don't know. I just just dream. I would say English. Yeah. I do. You just happens. Just, now, now you're going to make me think when I'm in dreaming if I'm Spanish or English. Are your thoughts in Spanish or English? Yeah, like when... Yeah, English. Like, uh, I English. think English. Yeah, when I, yeah definitely. Because when I talk Spanish, I have to sit there and like be a translator in a fucking court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, that's like why I think what Catherine's doing kind of proves that everything has... Like we have our languages and we have the way we divide everything. But on that soul level, like there is no division and it's all just that message so whatever because yeah even if the animal was raised in like a chinese speaking country or something she's still going to be able to understand everything that it wants to communicate which is an interesting thing because there was a very funny meme out there and it was about ghost hunters right and these ghost hunters (laughs) went to this old german castle and they were speaking english to these ghosts who the were ghost. from Germany <laughs> and everyone was going, how are you talking to this German ghost in English? But if we, if we kind of compare what we're talking right now is that would make sense, right? Like you're, you're communicating with somebody through your abilities. So their message would come through a, a, an ability or a language in which you could understand, right? Is, yeah. is that kind of what we're talking about here, Catherine? Yeah, and I actually, um, when I first started really doing it intentionally, I would ask for them to give it to me in English. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, because language is such a 3D, it's so 3D. It's like, <laughs> it's such a 3D thing. Because frequ- it's just frequency and vibration. Like, you know, and there's a thing, you know, everything, this is what I kind of personally believe is like soul language is a thing. Like everyone and everything speaks soul language. It can be vibration. It can be frequency. Your twins, when they're like, they're actually speaking their soul's language. And I actually, I do a lot of language translation. I also was like a doula and a nanny for a long time too. And you would talk about what babies were talking about? I could could ask for the translation of what they were saying. Oh, stop. I might have to hire you for a (laughs) second. I know, isn't that so super helpful? (laughs) I would love to know. Know what my babies are saying. I oh sing to that, and like yeah. I, I sing and dance and do crazy stuff. I just want, and they laugh. <laughs> but I wonder if they're laughing with me or at me. Right? <laughs> they're, they're like, our dad is so ridiculous, and uh, it's such an interesting thing. That's so. You should totally do a session. Do, I would do, you, do a session for sure. Oh yeah. I might have to do that <laughs> because do you know, bring it at the studio. Bring the pet at the studio right in front. I think well, it'd be a little show. We could do right now. What we could do right now if anyone wants to hear a message from their their pet or oh, oh shit, come and here, just, <laughs> come here. The cool thing about this is it's done on the soul level too, right? No okay. time, no space. So no what whatever. do you need from me? Because my dog is right here. Come here, Pollyanna. May, I, may uh, Catherine? I have one other question. Actually, are are these? Do you do the the, the souls? 
and I don't know the terminology of the soul, so forgive me if I use the wrong thing, but are, are the, the, the souls that are in these animals right now, have they lived other lives, and do those sometimes get confused, like the wires get crossed, you know? Like, are you getting communication that maybe doesn't make sense for the life they're in right now? Because Great question, John. They've had question. Uh, other experiences. Okay, so this is how I experience it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of different ideas about this, right? Probably. Um. For me, I think of the soul as like a collection of information and message, like an energy informational field. Okay. So I feel like the soul that's in Pollyanna, is that your dog's name? Yeah, yeah. Pollyanna, a.k.a. Pollyanna. <laughs> if there was another incarnation of that soul, is that what you're saying? Yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like earlier, like a past life. Exactly. Or maybe yeah. like, I mean, like there's these, you know, if you Tibetan Book of the Dead, people can come back in different yeah. forms yeah, based really on how I mean, they yeah. live their last life. And some people come back as humans. Maybe does anyone come back as an animal? You always think like, oh, man, this person was a horrible human being. They're going to come back <laughs> as a, like a puffer fish or something like that. You know, well, I'm looking around for my dog because. My dog made some mistakes and came back as a dog, but my dog was my partner in like seven lifetimes. What? What? <laughs> what? That's amazing. That's fucking crazy. So we're like, <laughs> tell me I know, what he's that my dog means. Like, so you had a past life. So like, I think in a past life, I could have been a woman. I could have been a man. I could, you know, it's like, so do you know so in your trying- past, past life, were you a woman and he was a man or were you the man and the dog was the woman. Well, they're probably different. They're, they're probably all kinds of combinations and maybe we weren't even on this planet. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love it. There we go. That's what I did. So I, I do Akashic record readings, which Akashic record is like a way that people talk about the record of past lifetimes. And I love that, man. I want to do a whole show on that as well. Yeah. That, that would be that is extraordinary. It's really awesome. But to tie this back into Johnny, what you were asking is, I kind of see it as the field of information that goes into every carnation incarnation. So, okay. um, so it's not so much a confusing thing, but it it's like a connection. So, have you ever like just done something and you're like, dang, I'm so good at that. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Your, All soul, the time. <laughs> your soul carries that information and knowledge and wisdom of how to do it because you probably did it before. Like, I was a hairdresser for a long time and I just knew how to do it. Like, I mean, I got sick during school and everything, but I was like, I just did it. I just knew how to do it. Well, I probably did it. Or you meet someone and you're like, gosh, I love this person. I love my whole life. And you probably have a really good positive information in your soul about your experience with that other soul. You like recognize them. Mm. Or there's ones where you're like, I don't know, dude. I just don't trust that guy. I don't know. Energy. Why. Yeah, for sure. There's also talk so, about how like, like some of our technology – is basically comes from people who were part of like past civiliz- ancient civilizations oh. and they just brought that that knowledge from their past life from to building here. The pyramids and yeah. stuff like that i mean who know i mean we had a people come on just recently tell us that the pyramids were just cemented so i mean who knows what it is but um yeah i think that's very interesting that was a great yeah man it's uh, like 
Do you encounter do you encounter uh, entities that would that lie? Like, do that do, do animals lie, or are they pretty much honest, like oh, straightforward? The way that I'm connecting to them and the purpose in which mm-hmm. I'm connecting to them, it's not beneficial for them to give me a lot of misleading information. Okay. So I don't know if they do or don't, but on the soul level, the way that I'm connecting and the, I guess, purity of that connect, like, you know, the, the purity of that connection mm-hmm. is not, that's not really, sometimes they often tell me how old they are, like right away. Like I'll just get a number and see a number. And what? Know. That's and so then I'll go, Oh, how old's your dog? You know? And they'll be like eight and I'll, and they would have told me nine or they would have told me three. And then I'd have to go, well, how long have you had them? And they're like three years. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well that makes sense. <laughs> so often they communicate with me like that. So I don't think it's like a lie, but also. Mm-hmm. Incomplete space, information. Possibly. Yeah. Can you see? Yeah, the soul's not always super great at that. Can you? But sometimes I get false information. I mean, it's possible, right? I'm a human being, so. Yeah. I well, no, I mean, I don't it. think it would be on you. It'd be on the animal. Like I could yeah. just see them like lying about who chewed up, you know, the flip flops. <laughs> 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 I, I, I got think... a quick question. You let's say you're at the park and there's at a dog park. Can you hear the other dogs communicating with each other, talking shit on their owners or anything? That's, awesome. yeah. well, that's a great question. Next to you. Well, like you you're at the water see. cooler? Yeah. They're like, hey, fuck this guy. He's taking that on a walk yesterday. <laughs> like, why does that creepy lady always hang out at the park <laughs> with her notebook? <laughs> um, I do hear them. Oh. I don't hear a lot of like bad mouthing and talking <laughs> sometimes sometimes i hear well, as soon as animals know that i can hear them well, so they, oh so they that's know. like the seinfeld <laughs> episode when he could speak <laughs> vietnamese right and like he got or korean because he went to the korean war and she brought him there because she wanted to know what they were saying about <laughs> what she was doing her feet that's so interesting Polly was right here now she just walked away and honestly sometimes i just hear them but in terms of like out of spiritual courtesy unless i'm like asked to really like ask them a detailed question or communicate about something, I kind of just let them communicate, right? I don't walk up to people and be like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you're super Can crazy. you turn it off? <laughs> like if you're walking down the street and like every do- house has a dog, right. and <laughs> is it just like, like oh, God, turn, let's stop it. I don't feel that way about it. It doesn't overwhelm me. Um, it's like it, like personally for me, the when I can communicate like that, I feel like it's bringing in such a high vibration that it's like blessing me or whatever. Yes, you know, like it's, and it's not like you know, if we made a movie about it, maybe it would be like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, I hear them differently, right? It's not like uh, someone talking in my ear necessarily. And sometimes they're just showing me things or um, they're mostly just expressing joy and happiness. And um, they're conscious of it, though, right? I'm sorry. They're conscious of it in in their life, in their bodies now when they're doing it, when they're communicating with you, or can they be kind of a sort of a 
like a, they're communicating with you at that, that higher frequency and not actually consciously aware of it in their bodies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it can, it can meld together and happen at the same time, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I, once I, I got this random text message that was like, are you available to be Hold a dog? On, dogs are text like, messages. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> And I was like, I need a new phone. Stupid. Sorry. Dog spell check. Stupid. (laughs) So I don't know anyways how I got that message. I never advertised being that. And I was just starting to communicate with animals publicly, like make it a thing, you know. And I hadn't really done that too much. And so anyways, I went to this house and this dog who like basically couldn't really walk even like Mm. threw himself onto my feet and was like, thank God you're here. I've been waiting for you for so long. Like I need your help. And I was just like, whoa. (laughs) Do you feel a lot of pressure? You know, I'm getting into helping animals transition. To what? Uh, like to leave earth. Oh, wow. To die. And that can, that for me, that's like a really, uh, I'm feeling a little bit of pressure about like, am I going to really be able to like help them in the way that they need to be helped? I feel it's a responsibility, right? Um, It is. is. And I'm learning. I'm not like, you know, putting down animals is incredibly hard. My, We've had to put down two since I, you know, been living with uh, Martha. We've had to put down two pets because they were just really sick. And it's incredibly hard. It is like you are, you know, when your parents, when a loved one, and not not comparing humans and animals, but, you know, when you're, when a relative, you know, that's been suffering for a while, passes on that's out of your hands man but when you have to make a decision whether this dog or this dog or this cat is going to live or die based on the pain it's incredibly tough it is a lot of weight on your soul and it is a family member it is a family i don't understand how people can treat animals anything other than as a family member have people asked you that yeah. whether the animal wants to go yeah is that, is that a common question, question that you get like are they ready yeah I, I, just, ready? I can't imagine how difficult that is do, do they all deal, deal with it the same way animals i mean are they pretty much they know i mean are there some that are like like you know, like, like humans, we deal with death in different ways. You know, some people are ready for it, and some people are fighting till the till the end. Are animals that way too, or are they mostly more accepting? Well, what I found with pets is that they're usually like so stoked they got to be a pet because mm. they could have been an animal in the wild. Yeah, yeah. That's a different life. That's a di- that's a great point. I mean, like yeah. you know, they the human love they get fed, they get. A fireplace, they get to go on adventures, they have this companionship, they get to serve with their love, which honestly, on a spiritual level, in my belief, that raises them, you know, maybe they can come back as a human, maybe they can do something else. Oh, wow. You know, so it's like, because you're carrying that information and that virtue or whatever you want to call it through lifetime to lifetime, um, they did something good to become a pet because otherwise they'd be fighting for their life and their food in the wild. So, which is, you know, is part of being an animal, but, um, they're usually, is that seen as a punishment? 
in a weird way? Is it like, uh, man, those wild animals, they, they were they were all Nazis in the past life or something like that. I feel like it's like, if you think about natural consequences, like maybe, I don't know what it would be like, but maybe when they were whatever last life they had, they didn't, they like took advantage of food prevalence in their life. They never worked for it. And they just like, you know, didn't care about it at all. And maybe now this is like how they learn how to appreciate food or something mm. like, I don't know. That's I how I think it about it. But I don't know what Catherine thinks. Yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely a possibility. I think, you know, when you start thinking about that stuff, it's so like heavy layers and it's so not a straightforward answer, um, which is perfect. But yeah, I think when you, if you got demoted from a high, you know, higher, whatever, like being a a human, which some people aren't going to agree with that progression. Everybody sees it different. I'm still figuring out what I feel about it. Um, But like this one lifetime I saw, I started to say, I just want to share it because it's so sweet. It's going to make everyone go, ah, um, my dog, <laughs> come here, ping. We'll see if he comes and hangs out. There's some flies, like really excited flies. So he's like not having anything to do with that. But I did a reading where once um, I was actually someone else did it for me, but I was a tree and he was a flower at the bottom of the tree. Oh, <laughs> who is this? Your dog? dog. My dog was the flower. So you and your dog have been close multiple lifetimes? Yeah. Yeah. I think about that with my babies. He came to me in such a special way, right? Like everyone's animal does. I mean, everybody has that story of like, I just knew or I wasn't sure. And then I knew or they just came to me. Like I was at this healing center studying and this little puppy appeared. And that's my dog. And then I was like, I'm not going to, I don't know how to communicate with animals. People are, I don't know what people are talking about. People are telling me like, yo, you need to like start paying attention to this because you can really help a lot of people. And I'm like, yeah, I just kind of want to do something else. (laughs) I get that, man. (laughs) And um, it's like uh, Adele right now doesn't want to sing anymore. She just wants to be super thin. (laughs) Just bang a lot of dudes right now. She's like, I did this thing. I just want to bang a lot of dudes right now. Just leave me alone. But I mean, you know, I wasn't really, that wasn't quite my path, but um, <laughs> it's fine. So you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was a bad joke. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but he was like, he came in and he was like, uh-huh. No. That's crazy. Sorry. This is what we're doing. So he's really helped That's me. Crazy. And That's crazy. Yeah, I had this amazing thing with him where he was, a do- I had to leave him as a dog sitter because I left the island for uh, on a vacation or whatever. And he started going to the bathroom, number two, dropping the deuce in the in the babysitter's house. It's just not his MO at that time at all. And she called me. She does what I do. And she's just like, you know, can you connect with him? And this is like early days of me discovering and, and like realizing that, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I'll get weird. I'll get weird. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I asked him why, and he said, "Well, there it's an animal thing." Is the first thing he said. It's an <laughs> they say thing. that. <laughs> he did. He said that, and he said exactly. So that's that's a like word. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> an animal thing. Like, don't even oh, worry yeah. about it. It's an animal, <laughs> animal thing. You're not really gonna get it. In other words, like don't try to understand it. Just listen. And I was like, okay, cool. And he said, "There's other animals that have been brought into the house, and." 
I haven't been taken out to go to the bathroom with those animals. So we haven't done our animal thing. We haven't packed. We haven't like reorganized. Who's the boss? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I called her and I was like, are there new dogs in your house? Cause she wasn't like an operational dog sitter. Like she didn't have like a big operation, but she said, yeah, actually there are. And I said, are you taking, my dog's name is Mr. Ping. I said, are you taking Mr. Ping out by himself to go to the bathroom? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you got to take him out with the other dogs and then he'll stop. And she did. Wow. And I was like, wow. that was super practical. Wow. <laughs> that could have been weeks, weeks, right? Weeks of like him being stressed, me being stressed, them being stressed. Poof. Done. Wow. Wow. I was like, all right, this is helpful. Right. Wow. Now, let me ask real quick before we get into a couple other things. But I, I, how about zoos? Do you ever go to zoos and they're like, oh, I love it here or I hate uh, it here? <laughs> yeah, I hate zoos. Okay, so one of my most profound experiences at a zoo, often the tigers are very chatty with me. But I went, I lived in Australia for a little while and I went. You like to, islands, huh? Yeah, I guess <laughs> Hawaii, Australia, and Japan are the only other places outside of Colorado that I've lived. There Dude. we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I am an island. Let's do this. So I went to the sanctuary, is what they call them. They don't call them zoos. And um, I met the koalas, and I like loved koalas since I was little. And this kind of ties back into our doll conversation because I absolutely loved koalas. I had stuffed koala bears, you know, not real. And by the way, it's not koala bear. And if you say koala bear, the Australians will will correct you. What is it? They're marsupials, so they're just koalas. I was like, yeah, I don't know why we call them oh, koala bears. Oh, wow. just koalas. koalas. Just koala. Why do we call them koala bears? I didn't know. I'm like, koala me crazy, but. (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm not koalified. Are they just doing puns with you? (laughs) No, they weren't. That's all my my weirdness. So they were like sharing this really deep wisdom with me. And I was just sitting there looking at the koalas, like full on crying. (laughs) And they were just just sharing the wisdom of like the land and how it was connected and what's happening and how they need help. And um, what kind of help get out of, get me out of here. Help. No, you know, they were okay. They were, taking care of and the because I asked them like do you, are you okay with being where you are and basically what they said was like this is the service that we're doing so they still connect it to like it's just their their purpose just gets shifted right so they they get fed they get they don't have this free life out in nature but they're cared for and they're serving a purpose which you know, a lot of, a lot of beliefs out there, like every, the purpose of everything is to serve, which is just to like be a purpose. Right. Right. That you see that a lot in uh, spirituality, you know, the the purpose is to serve others, like, and take care of, be kind, show love. Yeah. Like your table is like your table's doing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, nice table. (laughs) Loving table. So Uh, the, the tigers just share funny, funny things these these ti- the tigers like to talk to me and basically they just tell me like 
they they're just happy to talk. So it's not it's not necessarily like get me out of here. No. But they do say like oh well there was this one seal and he was like trying to get my attention and I forget where I was I think I was in Oakland or something and I was like what and he's like there's something in the water it's not supposed to be in here and I was like okay and I'm looking and um he just kept saying there's something in the water it's not supposed to be in here you need to tell somebody and I was like okay and I was like looking around so that I didn't seem like this crazy ass person who was like hey (laughs) this seal told told me (laughs) (laughs) So I finally found what he was, he was, no, it's over there. You know, he showed, I said, you got to show me so I don't look crazy. It's like that and, star. Did you see, you know, the movie in Star Trek where Spock dives down with the whale and he's like, oh, she's pregnant. That's, you have that same skill. You can just communicate <laughs> through it. That's so amazing. Oh, I would love to be with the whales. Be, what, so what happened? I'm sorry. Oh, so it, I, it was just something. I, I don't know what it was. Some big piece of something someone had thrown. I thought it was going to be like a dead wow. body or something. <laughs> oh man oh man so they're you... like they were so grateful they're like oh thank you you know it was like kind of nobody really noticed so that that's oh, like just one kind of cool experience of them communicating that's really cool i hate how we treat animals sometimes so does it, does it come that's... through as strongly i'm sorry over zoom uh as as it does when you're in person Pollyanna, come here. in the presence of an animal yeah oh, it's all on the soul level and that's uh-huh. how I've, that's where so you can't it's hard to say study because we think of studying as a certain thing, mm-hmm. but I, this is part of my training and my studying of this ability, right? To really like master this ability and hone in, which I have not mastered it. I'm always learning, always growing. I do lots of practice and different things I do every day to improve and to purify and to do, you, do all do those you, things. Do you know another pet psychic or a pet communicator? Is are you kind is of? It, there a whole sub, yeah, like culture of like pet psychics. Is there pet psychic Comic Con where everybody goes? <laughs> you, guys, you guys have your. I own mean, I'm not. I know it sounds like I'm trying to be funny by being serious. Is there a whole like sub world? Is there a subreddit of uh, pet psychics too, where you guys just kind of get on there and share all the psychic news? And is there like a Chris Angel of like pet psychics <laughs> where they're like, dude is an asshole and wears too much leather. And now Chris has never, I've never met Chris, so I'm just, I, I wouldn't know if he's a good guy or not. We all saying, climb like, in this giant crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I'm really like in that community. Like when you go to like, you know, um, what's it even called? Fairs that have these yeah. kind of. I think there are definitely animal communicators. Uh, there definitely are pet psychics. Um, I, I, I have, everyone does it different and I haven't really, I've never met anyone who does it the way that I do it. And I've been told by a lot of people and I'm saying this in humility cause I have no attachment to it. It's just how I do it. Right. So a lot of people saying like they talk to a lot of animal communicators and they've never met anyone who's who does it in the way that I do it so I think that there probably is a whole community of that they're like not letting me into (laughs) I think I think Catherine and I are similar in that way because I'm the same with tarot where I'm like I have no idea how other people do tarot I don't know what they think about it I don't know anything because I only know that I've been doing it this is how I do it and I'm at the end and I think Catherine you're very similar you don't have like a group that you work with or you didn't necessarily learn it from someone yeah Somebody well, learns how to a, learn guitar and stuff like that. They self-teach themselves, and maybe yeah. their style's a little different than everybody else. 
I think it's like a natural ability. And I think that um, also I do have a community of practitioners and healers and people who, you know, communicate. And I do, I have a teacher that um, I learned from uh, many, I mean, we have many teachers, but I have one specifically that I learned from who teaches like to communicate on the soul level. And um, so in that way, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's not like that community is, anim- they're not animal communicators. They're like, no. I don't even know what they call them. to me for that. <laughs> a lot of them too. <laughs> oh, so there's like animal psychics, animal communicators. I guess, yeah. Animal negotiators. I come to animal. <laughs> Pet detectives. They're probably out there too. What do, uh, what do the animals think of Caesar Milan, uh, the dog whisperer? Well, they love him because he's helped so many of them. Okay. That's good. All right. You ever right? Been, have you been to a shelter? How bad? How, how bad is that? Or or how, what's the vibe at a shelter? It's got to be hard, man. Right? It's got to be hard. Yeah, you know, I was working with a no kill shelter in Denver for a little while, going in there, and um, yeah, they just are trying to find their connection you know they're just trying to find i don't know i that we all kind of come in like especially animals i think they come in to like be of service to certain connections right so like my dog there's a reason my dog is my dog it's like there's a reason you have i know i didn't birth my dog but there's a reason you have the baby. i do understand that yeah so so I think they're they're just that's part of their journey too. Not to use that overused word, but it is. It's just part of their thing and they just are in the moment. So, you know, some of them they have been hurt or they've been through trauma or oh. different things and the cool way about being able to connect to animals on the soul level is a lot of times I'll just sit in meditation and connect to all the animals who need love and support and I'll just give it to them from that. Are, you know, Aww, let's see. I love it. I, I hate animal. I hate, you know, I, I think they should ban the sale of animals on Craigslist. I think they just, uh, I think that just sets up very people, very ba- not bad people, traumatized people to allow traumatized things to happen to animals. It's like and, dirty energies. You're like breeding as many as you can for money. And it's like gross. This well, I just process. hate this. Like there's this notion that like dog fighting is in certain cultures. And I go, that's like saying that I can be a racist because it's in my culture. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's just like, it's not right, man. It's like, I, I, I'm on team animal. Like I'm always on team animal. I, I, I think animals are in survival mode. Uh, and when they hurt a human being, it's because they're trying to survive. And unless that human being's put in a bad situation, then I'm on team human mm-hmm. when they're put in a situation like that. I, <laughs> I don't like dog fighting. I think there should be very hard penalties for dog fighting uh, because you are hurting dogs that are there to be loved. That dog, you take, get that dog off of Craigslist and thinks it's going to go to a nice family, and it's thrown in something as a bait dog. And I think there's nothing lower than that. Now, um, I understand, you're just, Mike. You're on Team Love, Sam. I am on Team Love. <laughs> you know, it's like Michael Vick now realizes he's bad, but there was a time that Michael Vick was doing some scumbag shit. 
And I, you know, and he paid a hard price for it. Did he pay enough a price? I don't know. But he seems to be uh, apologetic for what he does and doesn't want to participate in that behavior anymore. But the notion that something is cultural is just so stupid to me. Oh, but and it is. But Sam, you, you go to Mexico and they still got rooster fighting. And that's Yeah, normal. I think it's stupid. That's and super I, normal. And they I, I get that. I get that. But that doesn't mean it's right. No, it's not. And not only is it, you know, they put, I don't know if you guys know, but they yeah, put they, razor blades on yeah. the rooster. Like, they make no. it extra violent. Oh, yeah. Where their spurs were, yeah. They, yeah. they have natural spurs that the, the no. have natural roosters ones, do. But they make and them, they ex, they make them ex, extra blades, but when they cut each other and they put money on these roosters and they literally perform before. Like, before, it's like a concert. The roosters fight, and then there's a concert after it. And everyone's super okay with it. The bullfighting, they're trying to push down the bullfighting in Mexico, but it's still going on. It's culture. And it's you You want to blame, I mean, Michael Vick, he fucked up, but it was in his culture. Like, yeah. he, he lived I, like that. I That's understand point. that. But yeah. it's like, that excuse is... Not a good excuse. Yeah, not a good excuse. Like, yeah. I'm not yelling at you, actually. I, yeah. I love you. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, because we saw that a lot with, like, Roy Jones was like, he was a dog fighter. He's like, it's in my culture. I go, that's the laziest. That's the mm-hmm. laziest. Because racism is a cultural thing. Like, Well, and you can say, like, it's in my culture and also... I'm sorry, that was fucked up. Like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, there's an accountability <laughs> that gets lost when you're just like, oh, that's in my culture. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I know yeah. better. Just communicate now with this animal. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was trying He's, to say. He said communicate with this animal because he's an animal. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're translating. You get what I was trying to say much better than I, I was right there. It's like, you just don't... <laughs> Accountability of the situation. And, you know, hunting's a very interesting thing to me because I believe it is this part of our nature in terms of like survival back in the day. It was like you had to hunt for food and that is part of it. The the trophy killing, I hate that fucking shit. I just think it's lazy. And everyone's like, well, they give the food to the villagers and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But you with a bazooka from two <laughs> miles away yeah. didn't in any way, like, honorable. You want to be honorable? Here's your spork from KFC. Go for the dead <laughs> animal. That's my opinion. Like to sit over this dead animal and be like, "Look at my picture with me and my giant bazooka." Well, Isn't and I it- think if we had more things where people were having their uh, like rites of passage honored, you know, people wouldn't even want that or seek that because they'd have something else that was really profound for them, where they were honored for who they were and they got to experience like a community. Be like, "Yeah, you rock!" And we don't really do that. We do that with like graduation, and not everyone even has one. So that's it. Like. And then the next one is like, we don't do that enough. Our practices of turning animals into food, which from speaking to the animals is a service that they offer. Plants do the same thing. They offer their life. Interesting. It becomes different because of the consciousness, right? And because of when an animal knows they're going to die. And when they're being honored, like any indigenous culture would have done. Yes. Yes. Before, and, and Lindsay and I have talked about this privately, even before, like, animals would surrender. Like, you know, they would just know that, like, okay, this is what's happening. And, you know, like they do with each other in the wild. Whole communication that happens 
Um, yeah, you Saturday, I'm just sitting there watching the nature channel, like geeked out. On <laughs> um, the animals are talking to each other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, we're not, we're out of so far removed from that practice. Um, and I'm part of that too. You know, I, I can't separate myself. You know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I mean, I, I'm learning just like everybody else, but this is something that we do need to start talking about. And we do need to like, I don't know, there's a lot of separation between man and animal that's happening in the practices, the karmic practices of how we turn animals into food. I couldn't agree more. I don't know how you feed them. I don't like, know how you do you it. Throw away all this chicken. I'm like, you just threw an entire bean in uh, the garbage. Yeah. That's that's like wow. When I started thinking of it that way, I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of it. I, 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 you know, it's like, how do you feed this many people humanely? I don't know yeah. how you do it. I think just, I just more people could make food. Like if we all had gardens and raised like chickens and goats or whatever we wanted to, you know, in like a more localized way, I don't think it'd have to be these like mass produced, just awful slaughter. It's so and, like, interesting. Horror. It's so interesting because it's like the answers are right there <laughs> and it's just people can't do it. Like, I don't want to get political here because everybody could have their own thing, but it's amazing how many people I talk to in the, in the Trump Biden discussion that just want to vote for Biden because they want the chaos to stop. They want the energy, the negative energy that comes. And I'm like, really, to make it stop, you just got to stop watching the news. Yeah. You just got to get off of, of of social media. But they can't do that. So the easier thing is to get rid of the Batman. Now, I, anybody could be a, a pro-Biden, pro-Trump. But – the argument, like, the, I, we just got to get rid of the racists. I'm like, the, the other guy created a, a crime bill that locked up more black people than anybody, and he used to brag about it. And he said, not all poor people are white or sorry. What did he say? I was like, racist as fuck. And, and, and uh, you have these people going, I know that. I just want the bad man gone. And that's, and it's like, that's this weird kind of submission as well. And it's just like, so bringing it back to this, it's like when Lindsay's like, just just make your own food. It's like, it's that simple. It's that simple. But people don't want that. They would rather complain about everything and stay in the system. Like, you know, it's like I, I, you know, I had a great discussion last night with a gentleman who has got a, a new book coming out, Sam Talent. And he was talking, you know, we were talking about creating your own uh, content to connect with people. And they get off the the Hollywood showbiz system, and you tell some people that they can't do it. They they're so entrenched into the old system, which is pitch shows to people who can't do what you do and hope they like you and give you money. And it's like, no, cut those people out. Yeah. Go right to the the to the to the peer to peer, and your life will change. And they just can't do it. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's both, both of those things, whether you're disconnecting from media or disconnecting from the food production or whatever it is, and like reconnecting to the people around you. I mean, keep circle. I see it this way. We're just going to keep circling back and it's going to keep Tighten. doing yeah. <laughs> it's like right here that we're like, oh, wait, well, where are we going to go? We don't have anywhere else to go. So we have to figure this out. I could. Yeah. I, I feel I like, couldn't agree more. Know, I couldn't agree more. Such an amazing time 
to be on earth and to like be in this experience. And that's why I feel like connecting with the animals is also, cause at first, honestly, I was like, seriously, like, I don't get to like save the world. I get to like communicate with that's animals. What? <laughs> but it's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. That is saving the world. <laughs> and it, is, it is so like the connection that we all need right now. And people, I'll tell you what, they can be in their own suffering. They cannot know what to do. They cannot have enough money for this, this, and this. But if it's going to connect them and help them to their animal, they show up for it in a way that they don't show up for anything else. That's true. And um, I feel like there's going to be a tipping point around that. And that part of my responsibility as an animal communicator, whatever you want to call me, um, is to bridge that gap and to start because there could be a time where we're going to be the animals in the wild are going to be cohabitating with us or what? It's already in Detroit. Bears yeah. are living in empty houses. <laughs> right? And so what choices are we going to be may, be able to make? What connection are we going to be able to have? So anytime I get to connect people to source love, uh, to, which is just whatever it is to you, that love, right? That unconditional, unshakable love through their animals. I just, you know, someday maybe they'll, that will well, do whatever you, for them. I've seen, I've seen people's lives change from Catherine communicating with their pet with them. Oh like just, and it wasn't like, God. and it wasn't like that was the intention of like the person coming or, you know what I mean? It's not like, it just like happens. Cause I, and I think it's because of that you're connecting more with that. And it's like, you're gonna. Just I love it. I love it. When people come to you, what do they mostly come? What are they looking for? Catherine, when people come to you? Um, well, some people, it's like just, I feel like they want their own healing, but they just want to connect and know what their pet is thinking. Like they're just craving that connection to that source love on a deeper level. Um, a lot of people come to me before their animals are passing away or crossing the rainbow bridge, as people like to to say. Um, and if there's any behavioral issues or changes in behavior because you know what animals are they communicate in frequency and vibration that's it senses frequency and vibration so they're not off the hook in a way that we are sometimes where we can like be distracted by this and do this they're everything that's going on in humanity right now they're feeling on a very intense frequency and vibrational level (laughs) the only reason they can even deal with it is because they are unconditional love in the moment like they're in like a meditative state and unless there's an imbalance and they need to bring something back to balance, right? Like if they feel you're nervous, they'll do something. If they feel like someone's afraid, they might even be, they just got to break that whatever to bring it back into balance. That's like their job. So um, they're feeling all of this change in the world and all of these things. So I think, I don't know where I was going with that, but when humans want to just connect with their animal, I think there is a deep healing that happens there. And I'll just do even a message and people will be like, that completely changed my connection. And just what comes through can be so profound because I'm not in charge of it. Right. So it's like whatever they need, whatever nourishment they need is what's going to come through. And sometimes animals from the past, like (laughs) animals who have passed away for their childhood, whatever, like, push the other one out of the way and they're like, no, me first. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So like, even like 30 years ago, pets could be like, what up dog? There was two very distinct times. I remember 
that I was doing a reading for someone for their present animal and their childhood animal was like, fuck out of here. No. <laughs> and in a nice loving way, you know, but it did kind of <laughs> like that. Like, <clears throat> how does that work with, if are these, would those animals have, have to have not moved on to other incarnations like the animals are coming or can they be in another incarnation and also coming through in that in that conversation um my view of it is the latter they can okay. be in another incarnation and be coming through yeah because the soul is not actually confined by time or space or that's cool you know, um so interesting. I still think you should do a reading for Sam yeah, on his puppy. No. I need so a reading scared. on mine. I need a, I need a reading on mine too. We all I was texting one. Sam. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Sam, we got to get this reading. Okay, yeah, let's I get this reading. reading. Let's first. get this reading. I got Pollyanna right here. Pollyanna is right here. She's half uh, Basenji, half Ty Ridgeback. We think she's about 10 years old. And she's gray with a – she has, like, a white tuxedo down the middle. Uh, I love her so much. You know, my relationship with with the woman I got with has somewhat changed recently. And uh, and I miss her very much. I don't get to see her as much as I used to. And so I try to walk her whenever I can. And uh, she's – everyone who sees Pollyanna always says that she has very emotional eyes. Like very, very emotionalized. She's a woman. Uh, so what happened was about ten years ago, she's a female. Um, when I saw to about ten years ago, uh, about last July, uh, me and her mom, right, uh, we're in a big fight, and we we just need to get a house. So we decided to go for a walk. We went down to this place called Largemont, and it's a uh, area in L.A., which is. Uh, on Saturday and Sundays is used to be very vibrant, you know, before COVID. Um, and they would have little outdoor markets. And one area was, um, uh, one area was an outdoor kennel. So I'd, I, you know, I'd been living with a buddy of mine for a very long time and we'd moved out to LA together. We lived in one place and then we found this place and, uh, I, I really just wanted to And, uh, and I wanted a pet, too, because I hadn't had a dog for a very long time. So me and Dana were walking, and uh, there was this outdoor kennel, and it was just nothing but chihuahuas. And, but one dog was just sitting there very quietly. And I'm <laughs> like, who is this dog? And I didn't know what age she was. She looked a little older than everybody else. Uh, but I'm like, I got to talk to this dog. And I'm like, I, I want to talk to that dog. And Dana was like, what are you doing? We can't get, I'm like, I'm talking to this dog. And we just never parted ways. Was that eight, about eight years ago? I would say it's about 10 years ago. Well, 10 years ago. 10 years okay. ago. And uh, so she, she's been wait, with So the, you said you think she's about 10 though, right? I think she's about 10 or 11 years old. Okay. She's maybe so she was just a puppy when you year. saw her? She was she wasn't like a baby puppy, but she was still like super super young. Okay. And what happened was that I I heard her name wrong, so they said her name was Liliana from Indiana because they found. <laughs> wait 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 hold on! You got the name of your dog wrong, and that's how it got its name. That's that's perfect. Well, I I thought they said Pollyanna, of and course, they said yeah. Liliana, but I heard. <laughs> 
Pollyanna. That's so, so funny. which is hilarious because I told my old therapist my dog's name Pollyanna. She goes, and he was like, "You named your dog Pollyanna," which Pollyanna means you have like a positive outlook on everything. <laughs> so they found Polly, Lil, well, her name was Liliana. Oh, the Pollyanna before. <laughs> <laughs> and they found her outside in and out eating uh, out of the dumpster. And we just grabbed her and like, we literally just went and got all this stuff from Petco and mm-hmm. here we are. So I haven't really been living in the, uh, with them for a year. And I, I'm very sad about that because I, I lost my dog in this but i love her and she definitely loves her mom more and i understand that and <laughs> but that's kind of where we're at so do you have any so she showed me the number eight i haven't officially connected yet but she's already talking to me um, so i don't <laughs> know what that means to you but so here's the deal too as we get into this if i say something that you're like just let it go because just connect with whatever comes forward that you connect with because what happens is Weeks or days or months later, so I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah, yeah. Oh, I get these random texts like, "Oh, orange is the color of the dress," <laughs> 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 or "Yeah, I did find that ball under the couch." Because they say that to me a lot of times. Can you please also tell them that my ball is stuck under the couch? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> great. That's the best. <laughs> It is the best. It is the best. <laughs> I was like, you know, seven-year-old me completely freaks out every single day. <laughs> um, so is there something that you want to know or ask? or I want to know if she's mad at me because yeah. I'm not around as much as I used to be. And I just want her to know that I'm sorry that – just this is how it all worked out and this is kind of life and I, I feel really bad because the woman I'm with now brought off her pets over and I have to work around her pets and I'm very thankful I love her pets the cat I, cat, I learned that I love cat floof is a wonderful <laughs> cat Jack B is wonderful Roger Vader is wonderful I have no <laughs> complaints but I do miss my puppy I miss Pollyanna very much. And Pollyanna's always been very cool. Everyone's always loved Pollyanna. And uh, I just want to know if she's mad at me because I, I, I'm not around like I used to be. And I wish please, I could be around more. Please say yes. Stop. <laughs> Shut up, Johnny. I have feelings. This is like, you know, this is like my steel magnolias right now. Please stop. Please say she wants a divorce. People's connection to their pet is a very, I le- I've learned this. It's a very sacred thing, actually. Yeah. Not to get all like whatever about it, but it is. It's just, it is, you know, it's a very special thing. So um, a couple things I'll just share with you. Oh, what I was going to share was, this is what's cool when, when I do like private sessions and stuff is because I can actually facilitate because what I'll do is activate and I'll just do it silently about this time, but I'll activate the communication field um, and go into my condition. And what that does in like a private session, I would take this time, which we could totally do anytime you want, which I think would be helpful actually is what I'm getting guidance about to like kind of also release yourself of this guilt and everything too. Cause it's probably we'll hear from her, but it's probably just like completely unnecessary and blocking something else in your life that mm-hmm. you would love to be open to and available for. And it'll probably come flooding in. So I'll do a whole thing about where I open up the space and then you can silently or out loud share whatever you want to share. And on the soul level, there's just a different experience that happens 
because of this is the purpose that I'm here for is to communicate with animals and to make this connection. So it just feels a little bit different. And I think this is where a lot of the transformation happens for people. And then even we can go into like a forgiveness practice with the soul of your animal, because who knows also in past lifetimes, this message of guilt could be activated because of also a past lifetime you had with her, or maybe she left you, or maybe, you know, who, who the heck knows? So we got, we can kind of get into that also in a private session. And then, um, basically what I'll do now is I'm going to take a minute to kind of get in my zone and it will happen pretty quickly. And then I'll say, um, I like to announce in the communication, I'll either feel like it's coming or I'll just start seeing images and hearing stuff. And I usually say the word how H O H A O. It's a Mandarin word. It just means like perfect, like how, and then do, 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 do. Then it all comes out. And, um, it's just going to be whatever you need to hear. Don't be embarrassed if you cry. I will not. I cry all the time on this show, so I'm don't even worry about that. I've cried multiple times. I have so many people tell me, like, you you just make people cry. That's what you do. Like, I, I, I've cried every time that I've seen Catherine do this, so I'm, I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I also might. Because the love is coming through, and it's like, whoa, so Johnny old. won't cry because he's dead on the inside. <laughs> no, actually, I, I might, actually. I'm, I, I'll turn the camera. If you see the camera go off, that's what's happening. I'm weeping. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> let the people see you cry. <laughs> if I can cry, an XG can cry. No, Why can't you cry? cry? He's been crying the whole time then. He's turned yeah. it off a couple times. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, good point, XG. Good point, XG. Johnny, I see your marshmallow filling. <laughs> can't hide <laughs> all right it's beautiful this is beautiful all right so is that cool can we roll like that let's yeah, do go. it let's do it okay so if you want to close your eyes sometimes that helps me um but you i'm not gonna like get a magic hat or you know, anything <laughs> don't worry okay How, dearest, my beloved one, I love you with all of my heart. I know that we haven't been able to spend time together, but this is part of what we need to do. There is no separation between us. There is a place not far from here where we have seen what can truly happen when we face our fears and let go of the negativity through our attachments to others and to how things should be. You and I are simply practicing and realizing this is not real. The separation. The truth is 
that our love serves a higher purpose. So I'm just hearing her say, like, that was really profound. Please, like, release your guilt. And she's showing me, like, a little yellow ducky. I don't know why. She's not telling me why. She's just showing it. And these walks and talks that you used to have and that she's your princess. And I just see you spending time like she's just sitting right at your face, just looking at you. And it's like you're just absorbing. It's like you could feel what she was thinking. This is the type of connection you have with this dog. Mm -hmm. I do see a past life. I see a past life where she was your donkey. And you went on a lot of voyages together. I don't know where, but it's desertish. <laughs> and also like a foresty, different, different trek. It was a different time. So those eyes. They're the same eyes, the same connection. And this was a lifetime where you were connected to your purpose and you were alone in your journey with your donkey. And you had to leave your family to go on this journey. Damn. And she was there for you. And now you get to choose your family, and she separated from you, and physically only, and she's okay with it. She's like, this is just part of the goes around, comes around. This is this lifetime we spend together. I see a purple flower with like a yellow, little yellow on the inside. It's a very delicate flower. Maybe part of a hydrangea or something like that. And I just see her lying in the grass and looking at you and like talking to you without talking to you. Does she, well, she's Basenji. Does she make a funny noise? Oh, yeah. I can hear her noise and I'm like, what kind of noise? It almost sounds like a donkey. That's so funny. <laughs> what kind of noise is that? And then I, my brain popped in and was like, she's a Basenji. Um, I love Basenjis. Yeah, she's just like, no worries, man. Level playing field. We're all good. And she loves you. And you know what? You can connect to her anytime. And is there like a certain cereal or something? I don't know. She's just showing this like bowl of cereal that you would eat. She would eat with you kind of. Um, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it. It's powerful. And the other thing I'm being shown is like an elephant, like a stuffed elephant. A stuffed elephant. Interesting. I wonder what that is. She has her toys. She has her toys. She loves her toys. She has all these little toys. <sighs> well, she saw. I saw a rubber ducky and an elephant, so maybe sometime that will make sense to you. And if it doesn't, it's okay. It, uh, I'm sure it will. An elephant? I'm trying to think. What you might elephant. be connecting with my pet. I have an elephant. I don't know if that's <laughs> possible. That's why I'm like, I have an elephant. Huh? 
You have a pet elephant? No, I had a stuffed animal. No, I had a. No, I wish. No, I had a. I had a. I had my dog. His favorite pet. His little, little animal was a stuffed animal. It was a little elephant. So I don't know if that ever happens, but it's. I was sitting there. I was like, bro, is she talking to me? Communicating with my dog, maybe. Sometimes it happens. The last message for you, Sam, is um. She's showing me a starfish. I don't know what starfish is. Well, let's see. Let me ask her. When you were a child, did you play a lot with starfish? I do remember a starfish as a kid. I'm just trying to think what, what it is. Oh, she's getting super excited. You don't have to think too hard. Just let it come to you when it comes to you, you know. It's okay. Um, there's a connection. I'm writing all this down. Rubber ducky, <laughs> elephant, starfish. starfish. So the starfish, the point of the starfish, because I'm asking her why she's showing it to me, it's connecting to when you were probably between six and eight years old, maybe younger. And um, it's this connection you had to things, to beings, to, and in this connection, she's showing you and connecting you through the connection you had with the starfish. So whatever that is, that's just coming forward and it will probably unfold for you. I'm so, I'm, I, I know it's all going to come together. You hit on a lot of great shit. And Do you want to share if that resonated with you? Thank you, Pollyanna. Pollyanna, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. We love you. We yeah. just did a Pollyanna psychic reading and we loved it. <laughs> It's very cool. I thought I love it, man. Man, it's so cool. I would like to do like live readings with you at some point over YouTube. Or something do some rogue, get uh, maybe another swap cast with yeah. Lindsay and do a road way swap cast and do some readings, you know. And I do really appreciate that because I've been very guilty that I haven't been hanging out with my dog as much. And it's really like uh, kind of weighing do down something? my soul. Can we do something really quick? Yes. I don't know how much time we have, but um, can we all just choose an animal that we might feel like a little bit of that guilt around? Yes. Does everybody have an animal? Yes. I, I, what do you mean by well, guilt about what? I'm sorry. About hey, be, not being able to be with him? You have a, it doesn't have to be guilt, but any pet, when you think about them, that you feel like, uh like a little bit bad about like i feel guilty because my when my very best friend dog died i didn't go with him to die and i've always hated myself for it <laughs> see i this so is I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why this is challenging for me is because i come from a farm and we get through some animals on the farm yeah. i mean they get killed by wild dogs and like hit by tractors it's, so it's, it i have a guilt well, for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> now were these your pets johnny no some of, them, farm yeah, some, of, some of them were yeah some of them were my sister's oh. pets we had a, we've had about four jack russell's i mean just a litany of throughout my okay, childhood so, and adulthood i'm gonna guide you through this little thing we're new quickly and you can just say when i leave the space to name your pet just say all the animals on the farm and then you might <laughs> Actually, yeah, just say all of them. It's okay. They all have souls and they'll, they'll all, it's good because if you feel guilt around all of them, yeah. So we're going to do this on a soul level. Do you feel like this no, is yes, okay to do, Sam? Yeah, go. Please. 
All right, so close your eyes if you're comfortable with it. And just connect to, if you have a single pet or just connect to your, Johnny, just connect to your time on the farm. We'll just connect to their love and just imagine them in light and happy and just connect to the happiness you connect with them. And then you can repeat after me in your heart or out loud. It's totally up to you. We're going to say, dear the soul, heart, mind, and body. Dear heart, soul, heart, heart mind, mind, and body. Of. Of. And say their name. Roger Vader. Cash. I love you. I love, I love you. you. I honor Pollyanna, you. Pollyanna, I love you. I honor, I, you. I honor you. And I appreciate you. And I, I appreciate, appreciate you. <laughs> Please come join me. Please come Please join, join me. me. For this forgiveness practice. For this forgiveness, For this forgiveness practice. practice. Please receive my love and gratitude. Receive my love and gratitude. gratitude. Okay, now we're going to do this. You can just repeat. And we're going to include the ancestors because who knows how many lifetimes we've spent with these animals, right? Yes. So we'll say, uh, dear, and say the pet's name. Dear Roger Bader and Pollyanna. I deeply apologize. I deeply deeply apologize. apologize. For any hurt or harm. Any hurt or harm. Any negativity. Any negativity. My ancestors and I. My ancestors and I. Created for you and your ancestors. Created for you and your ancestors. Anyway. Anyway. In any lifetime. In any lifetime. I deeply apologize. I deeply deeply apologize. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. So just take a moment to receive that because they want to forgive us. Nobody wants to be in this karmic web negatively. And then you say, and I forgive you. And I forgive forgive you. you. Your ancestors. Your ancestors. For any hurt or harm. Any hurt or harm. You created for me and my ancestors. Created for me and my ancestors. In any way. In any way. Any lifetime. Any lifetime. Any lifetime. I forgive you unconditionally. I forgive you unconditionally. And I forgive myself. And I forgive myself. For all the mistakes that I've made. All the mistakes I've made. And if you have something you specifically want to f- need forgiveness for, just silently go there. And really know that the forgiveness is just wisdom, man. It's just, it's going to set, it's what sets us free. It's what allows us to continue. And it sets them free too. They don't, you don't want to be tied negatively to these souls. Okay, can I sing a song for you? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna sing I'm gonna sing Love, Peace, and Harmony, and then I'm gonna sing my soul song, which we're talking about soul language before. And I'm gonna give everybody, y'all want a blessing to help you yes. forget. Okay. So as a practitioner, I have treasures and downloads and transmissions and all these things that I turn on, and basically they're just fields of positive information, love, light, frequency, vibration. I just <sighs> 
transform the negative messages. Okay. So just stay connected to your heart. Just let yourself go deep into this forgiveness and really let it go. And can't anybody listening is also participating in this if they are choosing to. Yes, please participate. Sorry, I forgot people were listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. creates a positive energy field and now I'm going to give the blessing. Ready? Make a request, whatever you're ready to let go of, whatever you want between you and this animal. And Johnny, if you have a specific animal come forward for you on the farm, you can focus on that. Or maybe forgive your parents or whatever comes up around that. Blessing starts. Yo ya he ya yo he ya yo he ya he ya he ya he ya he ya yo he ya he ya yo he ya. There we go. That was great. I really enjoyed that. Thank you, guys. What a great episode this was. Uh, Thank you, Catherine O'Shea. Thank you, Lindsay Sherman. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Sherman? Sherman? Sherman. Which one did I do? Sherman. Thank you, Lindsay Sherman. I appreciate you. Yeah, I love it. One more time. Please tell them where they they can find you, Catherine. Um, You can go to soullightpetservices.org. You can find me on YouTube, Soul Light Pet Services. And on Facebook. Yes, that's where I go live. We'll set up a a live one. I want to do it again. I love this. This was a lot of fun. I would do this. The weirder, the better, I'd say, man. Let's get weird. Lindsay, where can they find you? 
rogueways.org is the main place to go or YouTube rogueways or any podcast app rogueways. See you there. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Sherman. This has been an excellent Catherine. I th- thank you so much for coming on and showing us what you do. It was an excellent episode. I had a great time and I look forward to doing it again with you ladies. And uh, thank you so much, Johnny, Xavier, again, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I hope to see everybody tomorrow night um, or tonight, depending when you listen to this, uh, at the Comedy Store Saturday at 7 night. p.m. Saturday night, uh, October. What is that? What is tomorrow? Third. The, uh, October 3rd. Third. October 3rd at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, either meet us at the Comedy Store or watch uh, at YouTube.com slash Sam Tripoli and enjoy. It should be a good time. Thank you guys again. What a wonderful episode. Uh, it was. Uh, I was excited to do it, and it did not disappoint. So we will do it again soon. Guys, have a great weekend. I love you all so much, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack. <laughs>